Thank you guys for tuning in. This is Miss Complexity. And I'm glad you guys are here for the Earth Messenger number 47. I have a surprise for you guys. We have the wonderful Sarah Tay on D-Line. She is beautiful in all tarot. She knows everything. She's going to teach us a lot today. So Sarah, how are you doing? I'm doing great. It's a beautiful morning. Yes, <laughs> or- it is. Well, afternoon where you are <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay because we're going to find out more about tarot can you give us some more information about you and what you do yeah so i'm an intuitive tarot reader um not to be confused with a fortune teller tarot is so much more than that and um i like to really focus on connecting people with their higher self and helping them get where they want to go in their life. Instead of telling them where they're headed, I like to really connect them with their own inner wisdom, their own inner purpose, and help empower them and put the power back in their hands through my readings. Is it? Wanna travel the world, but for now I'm cruising my city. If you wanna be down with me, then right now fuck with me. I have dibbled and dabbled into tarot. I actually have, and I do do tarot readings, so, um, but it is a wonderful world. How did you get started? I started back, like way back in high school. I was about 15, 16 years old, right around there. And for me at the time, it was more of, I was just really curious about different options and and belief systems. And um, I grew up very Christian, so it was a different idea entirely. So when I first started, it was more of curiosity and seeing what I could learn from it and what it was. And then over the years, I've been reading for myself and family, and it was more so, again, either entertainment or just I had it around. And then about seven years ago was really when it turned into more of the medicinal part of it for me. And when I started realizing that there was some real value and insight and guidance. And then in 2020 was when I decided to go professional. And it wasn't a decision that I made. It was more like the universe was like, hey, you've got to be doing this work. Mm-hmm. Did you get your calling from the universe? But Absolutely, I do yes. know when we go into our transition, I call it a transition because we're getting awakened. We're being um, open to what spirit is showing us, even if we're using different types of divination. And what did you have to go through? Like, were there any blockages where people shutting you out because oh my gosh you're you've got the cards oh my goodness you know or was it just everybody was welcoming how did it how did it work for you that's a great question so a little bit of a backstory to me finding my tarot in the middle of 2020 was kind of when i started beginning to look into my spirituality and what my beliefs were because beforehand i was really agnostic and i didn't have any kind of belief system in place And so I was listening to podcasts, spiritual podcasts, trying to get an idea of what I believed in or, you know, what ideas were out there and what resonated. And what was really interesting, one of the podcasts I was listening to offered like a um, workshop that I was wanting to be a part of. And a big part for me, this was a little bit of a preface to me getting into the tarot, but one of the first things that came to mind that, that came to me as like an intuitive download, which I had never received before, said, 
if you want to do this work, you can't keep alcohol in the house, which I wasn't an alcoholic by any means, but I would have like a glass of wine a night. I was a single mom just, you know, trying to survive. And so I was, you know, I'd have like a glass of wine a night. And so give or take. And um, when I heard that download, it was like, yeah, if you want to do this work, you need to not keep alcohol in the house, which blew my mind because I didn't know where that came from, where that voice came from, why it, would, why it was a big deal. And so at first what I had to do before I can even get in touch with my, my purpose and my tarot, I had to clear out my own, um, my own blocks. And what I had learned from that, you know, removing alcohol from just my, my daily life was I was basically self-medicating and not dealing with my own stuff. <laughs> um, and so once I removed that, it made space for me to finally start doing more of the spiritual work and doing a lot of inner child work and shadow work. So that was kind of the prefacing work I had to do before I was even ready to hear tarot. And then when I started looking for my purpose, that's when tarot started to come up for me. And it came up several times before I accepted it. It would show up in different synchronicities and I'd ask for my purpose in meditation and tarot would come to me and I would say, no way. Cause to your point, what would people think? And that was, that was less. Yes. And that turned out to be less of a big deal than I thought it would be. It was more of what I was afraid of versus what I actually ended up facing. It was more about getting out of my own way enough to say yes to the opportunity and put myself out there. And all the backlash I thought I was going to get, I really didn't find. I think people who just didn't resonate stayed away. And those that were curious were the ones that came forward. But a lot of it was me learning how to get more in touch with my authenticity, with my own spirituality. And then the opportunity opened up. Wonderful. So you're saying that the way you got over the hurdle was basically just removing alcohol from the house. That was the, the biggest thing to get into my spiritual beliefs, which led me to really tapping into it through tarot, yes. Oh, wonderful. Well, we all have uh, different stories, and I love the way that you were saying how um, you hadn't cleared yourself yet, but you were still helping people, you know, you were still reading and everything, but you, you didn't get your clarity, your own clarity before you did that. But then you did. Yes, right? and, and I wasn't you reading did. for anyone else like I wasn't doing it professionally at the time but yeah I was still reading for friends and family and myself <laughs> oh I'm go I'm so happy that you have supporters friends and family complexity here and guess what we are looking for you to be on the show do you want to share your triumphing story your karmic situation I know y'all tired of hearing about me and my story so let's go ahead and get into some of you guys' stories. If you're interested in being on the show and sharing your karmic story and how you triumph over it, then by golly, hit that www.complexityonline.com or the link in the description or in the bio and connect request to be on the show. Until then, so that's, that's another good thing. That's a good thing that you have that support behind you. But coming from a Christian family, that's not happening over here. No, <laughs> no way, no how. <laughs> yeah, so um, I really appreciate that. I uh, really appreciate you sharing your story with us. So what more can you tell us? Actually, where are you located? I'm located in Southern California. Oh, so you are in California. Wow. Oh, invite me. I want to come. <laughs> I've never been to California before. I want to go. <laughs> 
but yes, that is a great place to actually be. Um, the higher the weather is, is okay over there right now. So, um, what are your next plans? What is it that you want to bring to the audience today? So one of the things I'm really focusing on is I want to really help dispel some of the, you know, the ideas and woo-woo around tarot. I want to I want people to understand that it's more of a tool, of a spiritual tool to help them in their life. Um, so I hope to impart some of that and share more about what tarot is and kind of take a deep dive around that too. Um, and then overall, I'm just building my business and, and watching it grow. It's, it's been a slow, slow journey, but it's, it's been a really good one. I've really seen it evolve. So that's been really cool too. I do have different things that I offer. So um, like for those that don't want to necessarily interact with me directly and maybe just want something more convenient and quicker, I do have an email reading that I offer um, and they can ask a question through an email Then I send back a um, recording of, of their reading. Um, a personalized recording. And then I also offer one-on-one -on -one sessions where they can come and work with me directly and ask as many questions as time allows. Um, and I have 15 minute, 30 minute and hour sessions that I offer. Um, but ultimately what, what I feel people will come to me for is just to get a better clarity on their situation, whether it's with their relationship, with their job, if they're dealing with a, should I do this or should I do that kind of a scenario? And really just kind of, or even if they don't have a specific question in mind, but they feel a little lost and untethered and they want a little more guidance to make sure they're on the right path or what they need to know about blockages, things like that. So a lot of what I, I do is really, I like to connect them with their own inner wisdom. Um, through connecting with their higher self messages. So it's it's not necessarily that I'm telling them things that they don't know. It's more that I'm going to be shining the light on the things they already know, but maybe have disconnected from and need more connection back to. Yeah, I like that. Because a lot of people don't believe that, okay, so you're a psychic, so you must know. No, 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 it's not. It, it's just not it. It's not that I just know everything. No. You know everything. You can see clarity to sort it out, right? Mm-hmm. Is that it? Okay. So yes. what's up, Tarot? Explain Tarot to us. Um, well, um, the, the mechanics of it. Do you want me to start there? Whatever, whatever you feel like we need to know, let us know. Okay. Um, well, Tarot is a 78-card deck, so it's it's a pretty big deck. Um, and it's broken down in a couple different ways. There's the Major Arcana and the Minor Arcana. Um, the Major Arcana is where you're going to find cards like the Sun, the Moon, um, Hermit, etc. It's where you find more of the heavy hitter cards, like the ones that really pack a punch. And then you also have the Minor Arcana, which is more of the details around, like the deeper details around the heavier cards. And so... The minor arcana is a, is a it, they're four suits, kind of like playing cards. So you have um, instead of the hearts, the diamonds, the um, spades, and the clubs, you have cups, wands, swords, and coins or pentacles, and um, and then all together they they really just bring a beautiful message depending on what your question is. But it's a combination of knowing the baseline of the cards knowing the placement of the spread, and then using your intuition to bring it all together. Okay. So what is your favorite tarot card? Oh, that's a great question. It's kind of a tie. 
Um, I love the death card. That's one of my favorites. And it's funny because I know that's one of the ones that a lot of people are afraid of. Um, but the death card is, is all about change and evolution and new beginnings. So I really love that one. Um, I also really like the devil card, which I know is another heavy hitter one, but it's, that one is all about like letting you know that you're in a really bad um, cycle that needs to change. It's you're basically, you're caught in the merry-go-round of staying comfortable and doing the same old thing, but you're not growing or staying stagnant. Um, it's a really good wake up call of like, Hey, you've got two choices. You can stay in this low vibrational circle that you got yourself in, or you can grow and step out of it. Um, and yeah, those are probably the two. Cause I just, I like those ones because they really, they incite change. Whenever I, I see those cards and I share those cards, I know they're a little bit heavier, but I always know that it, it makes the person, it provokes the person usually into at least thinking about change that maybe they weren't thinking about prior. Mm -hmm. I love um, tarot and the death card. You know, a lot of people, oh my God, no. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it should be a great card because you're ending things so new things can begin. And a lot of people don't realize that. They just get overwhelmed. And it helps when you understand what the card actually means. That's why we have tarot readers to help us understand it. Yes. And put it towards our situation. So here's what we're doing. Death card, devil card, and the tower card. Mm. That's another good one. <laughs> yeah. Those are, those, those, wow. <laughs> that, they are very strong, strong cards. But they also are what you call, you say, um, major arcanas, correct? Mm hmm Yes. Mm -hmm. The major arcana cards. So what is your basic card? Like, I know mine is the seven of swords. Because when that jump out, I know somebody ain't real. <laughs> Somebody's deceiving and deceptive. What's your favorite? Oh, that one's hard because I have a few. Um, okay. I really like one of... Okay, I, I have two favorites with this one. One of them is the Six of Swords. And I love that one because it's... Whenever I see that, I'm always like, oh my gosh, this person just needs to let go of the wheel a little bit and surrender. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, trust that they're being guided to wherever it is they're going. They don't need to, to force it. They just need to trust that they're not alone and that they're right where they're supposed to be. And it's time to just kind of take a step back and breathe. And I think that so many people don't know that that's what they need to do. So whenever I see that card, I'm always so excited to share it. And then the other one I really like is the Ten of Cups. Mm -hmm. And I like that one because... Um, Oh, wait, no, not the Ten of Cups, the Nine of Cups. Although I love the Ten of Cups, too. Um, the Nine of Cups is what I was initially thinking of. Um, the Nine of Cups is is all about, like, wishes and dreams and, and really, like, imagining that you can have it all. Um, but a lot of times, like, what happens with that one is people get almost afraid to get their hopes up and really open themselves to their wishes and dreams. So they live from a closed-off space of, well, I don't want to get my hopes up because if I do, then my dreams might come crashing down and that'll hurt. And... Or they do get their hopes up and then it does come crashing down and then they just completely close off. And I love the Nine of Cups because it really, 
the invitation that I feel comes with that one is learning how to stay open anyway, learning how to stay vulnerable and open to receiving, even when things don't work out the way you hope or want them to. Because, and I always tell people this, it's because whatever didn't work out wasn't supposed to, and now it's making space for something that's supposed to work out. But if you close yourself off and shut down, then you can't receive what the universe wants to bring to you that's better, that's, that's going to um, be more aligned with you. And so I love that one because it's just, it's an invitation to being vulnerable and open. And this is despite what, you know, what happens in trusting, again, that there's that trust element of everything happens for a reason. So if it doesn't work out, it's because it's making space for something that's supposed to. Yes, I love that. Ooh, girl. <laughs> so um, do you want to do a demonstration and do you use Oracle cards as like um, clarifiers or do you I mainly use tarot. I love oracle cards and I I love getting readings from oracle cards, but they just don't speak to me the same way as tarot does. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I, I think I like the tarot because it's so detailed. I want to I want to know the details and, and oracle is more of a I don't know it, the way that I the way my experience with oracles it, it's more of like affirmations and very inspiring and motivational and lighthearted and I'm just like I want to understand it I want to do a deep dive and I think that's why tarot is just it's my modality I just love the details so I'm gonna do um to my my shorter reading like this one it's the first card is what's working for you around your question second card is a challenged area and then higher self message overall and this is all what you need to know around this opportunity that you're considering um so the first thing that i'm picking up is that you are the type of person that typically moves forward through things even if you're not sure where it's going to take you even if you're a little scared on what's waiting for you um, you're pretty good at still moving forward. So, so that what I'm seeing here ultimately, like overall, is that you're really not sure what to do with this opportunity, and you're almost afraid of making the wrong move. So you're not really moving at all. Um, and so the first thing that the higher self is is showing me is tap into that strength that allows you to take you forward, to make a step, make a move. Um, right now, there's some resistance around moving at all, and you're kind of like, I don't want to make the wrong move. I don't want to choose the wrong thing but you're ultimately being invited to make a move. You're being invited to, even if it's not the right one, you can course correct, but right now you're not moving is actually holding you stagnant. It's keeping you in a place that, um, where you're not able to move at all. Um, and higher self is reminding you that you have the strength to move forward, to take those steps. Even if it doesn't necessarily take you where you want to go, you, you're still being invited to move and use that inner strength and bravery that you already have and you already use every single day. Um, so I just feel like you're not fully embracing that yet. What's working against you, and this is, a, I feel like this is a lot of what's keeping you from moving forward. Um, the five of pentacles reverse showed up. The way that I read this one is it's all about dealing with lack mentality. And I do feel like you're aware of this. Like you're trying to, you're trying to have that bigger mindset and trust and have that abundance mindset of, okay, if, if it goes, it's you know, meant to go and I have everything that I need. Um, but right now you don't feel like you have the resources for this opportunity. You want to do it, 
I mean, I feel like that's that's what the strength is there for. You just don't want to make the wrong move. And I think part of that is you're afraid that you don't have the means or the resources to make it happen. And the cool part about this card is I do feel like it is a mindset card, and which means you can, you can change your mindset, right? You can change from lack mentality to abundance thinking. Um, and so with the Five of Pentacles, it's with it being reversed, the way that I read reverses on this card, it says that you're already aware that you're struggling with lack mentality around it, which is which puts you in a better position to um, actually fight that ne that narrative that you're telling yourself and actually go beyond it. So with the Five of Pentacles here, it's actually saying that the resources are available. You have everything you need. You're just not looking for it because maybe you're afraid it's not there. So you're you're in that lack mentality of feeling like the doors aren't there, but they're there. And you're not going to see it unless you look for it. So these two cards here are telling me that I feel like ultimately you're being told to move forward. You're just, you're afraid of making the wrong move or maybe not moving at the right time or you're afraid you don't have the resources to follow through. And higher self is letting you know, like, no, you have the means, you have the resources, you have the inner strength to push forward and, and move forward. You just got to make a decision to do so. Um, the final card I find really interesting um, this is the higher self message overall, and it's the justice card reversed. Um, so there's some kind of a sense, and it could even be tying into that five of pentacles and feeling like you don't have the resources on some level. But the way that I read the justice card, it usually speaks to feelings of injustice, of unfairness, of um, like, why is this happening to me and, and feeling like stuck. And so I feel like the injustice piece might even be feeling, be like tying into you feeling stuck and you're you know a little frustrated with that. Um, but the way that I read the justice is that the invitation around it is how can I accept the situation for what it is so then I can move forward. Um, so if there is some kind of an injustice around this opportunity, this unfairness, um, how can you accept it for what it is, but let yourself move forward and let that thing go? So that way you're not being tied down or held back by that sense of injustice. Um, but as far as your question, whether or not it's for you, I think there's definitely something here for you, whether or not it's going to take you where you want it to go. I think that that matters so much right now. I think that there's definitely a lesson or something here for you to learn and it could very well take you that direction. Wonderful. Okay. So one thing I do know is that when readers do their reading, they want to see, they want that feedback. So what do you think? Um, am I on point? Yes, ma'am. You are. <laughs> you are definitely on point. I have been waiting, like, well, I don't know. Maybe I should do it. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I should just wait. I don't know. But then again, I don't have enough. I don't have enough for this. I don't have enough for that. You know? So, yes, you totally read my card. I loved it because you gave direct information as well as what could possibly be the whole back, what you know, so you get a full plate reading even when you get a Yeah. I that's why I like tarot. I like the deep dive. I, I can't go simple. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Are you on any other um in are you in any other groups on Facebook at all? Or any other um tarot reading groups? Not with my business page. I am on my personal Facebook. I'm in a couple of different, um, just like tarot groups in general. But um, no, I'm not really present on too many with my business yet. Although I should probably do that. 
I'm on Instagram and I have, I have my socials, but not necessarily in Facebook groups. Finally decided to go on that healing soul journey. Wonderful. Connect with your tribe. The others who are healing. Get more information. Get more techniques. Find the people who've been through it just like you, who are ready to heal. Join the Healing Souls membership at www.complexityonline.com. We're waiting for you. How can we reach you? How can we connect with you? Because I'm pretty sure they are wanting to read now. <laughs> um, yeah, so my website is journeythroughtarot.com, all spelled out. My Instagram is the same handle, at journeythroughtarot. Um, my Facebook is, I think it's Let's Journey Through Tarot. It's, I'm not on Facebook quite as much as I am on Instagram, so Instagram is probably one of the best ways to find me on social media or my website. Um, and like I, I mentioned a little earlier, I offer email readings. So if you don't want to like talk to me directly or you don't have the time, email readings are a great way to go. Um, and then I also do one-on-one sessions. Um, but yeah, that's, that's a bit about how to find me and, um, yeah. <laughs> okay. So what is next on the board for Journey Through Carol and Miss Sarah Ty? I'm really just hoping to put my services out there and, and let other people know who I am and what I do and, and really put that out there so people can find me. Um, and at the moment, I'm just really working on seeing more people and helping more people. And I also do events. So locally, if there's anyone listening from California, um, I, I do events and trying to do more of those where I'm weddings, bachelorette parties, etc. Um, but a lot of it's just right now getting my voice out there. Okay, I like that. Well, guys, I'm pretty sure you heard what Sarah said. Make sure you connect with her, especially if you got her in California. She does parties and, and shows and events. She would love to come out and give you guys some clarity on whatever it is you have going on in your life. So, um, Sarah, I do thank you for being on the show, and I hope that um, you will come back again to let us know how you've advanced and, and if there's anything else that you picked up during um, Carol. We would love to know more about you. Is yeah. that cool? Absolutely, and thank you so much for having me. This was great, and it was so lovely to connect with you. Well, thank you, Sarah, for being with us, and we will talk to you guys again soon. This is the Earth Messenger number 47, and I am Miss Complexity LLC, and we will see you guys again soon. As always, each one teach one. Do this. Did this episode pique your interest about tarot? Learn about the top three divination cards that most tarot readers use. Tarot, Oracle, and Lenormand. Decipher between the three, how they are used, their history, and more. Visit the link in the show notes to learn more about tarot and divination and how it can help you.